Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Tim and Laura. We have a hundred-year-old Mildred. Mildred. She is from Florida. She is gaining popularity, trending all over Instagram and TikTok after posting a video, giving life advice for people. So what does one hundred-year-old Mildred have to say to the rest of us on how to live a better life? Well, let's find out. I have friends who are 20 years younger. Their attitude is they don't, I don't see my kids more than once a week. Or the food I was served was cold. If the food isn't quite right, have an extra dessert. (laughs) Change your attitude. I try my best not to sweat the small stuff and to have a positive attitude. Okay. You know, I think we all can learn a little bit of something something from Mildred there. Yeah, don't be so crabby. Have another dessert if the food isn't right. I'm surprised, though, uh, this was maybe only an excerpt. A lot of them always say, well, I... I have a glass of whiskey at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and I eat bacon every morning for breakfast. Uh, And if you don't like it, change your attitude, okay? She did have a little, there was a little accent going on there, something northeast. Do we know? Yeah. Is she like from Jersey or New I don't York? Know where she's from? I kind of want to have long conversations with Mildred, though. I think we could learn a lot. I need to find out. Definitely Northeast. I have friends who are twenty years younger. Younger. That's the key. There's the key right there. There's the younger. key right there. All right, we'll look her up. We'll find yeah, out. And you said, oh, it says she's from Florida. Well, yeah, that's because she's a hundred. All old people eventually are from Florida, right? I mean, that's just what happens. But, yeah, she had to start somewhere. I love this, though. So we're going to hear more from Mildred here in a second. But she said if you're up there in years, do yourself, not your children, not your friends, not the world, but do yourself a favor. Enjoy everything. Don't sit home and moan and groan and say, all I do is walk to the refrigerator. Do something. Do something. But she has a little bit more of that, like, you got to do something. There's an accent. Listen again. I have friends who are 20 years younger. Their attitude is they don't, I don't see my kids more than once a week. The 20 years younger, I said, Jersey, New York. Mm -hmm. Seems like, because I lived up in the Northeast, I recognize that. I dug through a Fox News report. Yeah, she's from Florida now, but look at this. Huh. New Jersey grandmother goes viral. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Mildred. Let's get Mildred on the show. <laughs> when you know, you know. Now, even where you grew up is near Pennsylvania, western Pennsylvania, but I kept, I pick it up in your mom, Linda. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Boy, she had boyfriends over here. That's, there's, there's some <laughs> of that influence. Which is so funny because I wouldn't picture that. And we're closer to, say, like the Pittsburgh yeah. area, which is more of the Yinzer. Like, what are Yins doing? Yins. Rather than the oh. east side, which is more of the Philly. And, over here. And that's yeah. Yins? What are yeah. Yins doing? Yeah, what are Yins doing tonight? Like Southerners what would say, say, what are y'all doing? They said, what are mm-hmm. Yins? Where did that come or from? Or use guys. What, what are you guys doing tonight? Use guys sounds a little more like Jersey again. <laughs> Mildred from New Jersey. You may be wondering, Tim, how did you know that old lady was from New Jersey? You know, growing up in the Midwest, believe it or not, we're a little more neutral than, say, the Deep South. Even the East Coast, there's a thing. Northeast. Because when I moved to Charleston, South Carolina... They hired everybody from Minnesota. They wanted that about, neutrality. I read, oh, and I forget what it's called, but there's something that's like standard American, I don't want to say English, I don't yeah. think that's it, but it's something where they've picked from all the different 
twanginess and dialect yeah. and what is the most Accents. acceptable as neutral. Yeah. And it is kind of in upper that upper Midwest, yes. upper Midwest Great Lakes region, which I always think has a severe oh. accent no matter where you are. So to be the most neutral, I don't know what that's saying. Oh, jeez, we got to go to the lake. Don't you know? Yeah, I mean, that might be a little far. Uh, there's one other thing that I uh, expertly picked up on. Uh, do you say grocery bag or grocery sack? I don't think I've ever heard it called a sack. So, no, yeah, a yeah. bag. Grocery bag, right? In South Dakota, and that's the only place, my home state, that's the only place I've heard people say sack. My mom, I put some sandwiches in a sack for you. My sister, my grocery sack broke, and there went all of my uh, fruits never, and vegetables. I kind of yeah. like it. I a might sack. put that into everyday use. Yeah. So I was at the Walmart in Montevideo, and the checker gal said, do you want a paper sack or a plastic sack? And I said, uh, plastic, by the way. What part of South Dakota are you from? And she just, her jaw dropped. How did you know I was from South Dakota? I'm from Vermillion. I'm like, that's the only place anybody ever says sack. That's how. <laughs> Until today, because now everybody's that's putting right. it into use. If, if, uh, if you're aware of this locality thing, sack versus bag, text. Uh, we even have some listeners in South Dakota right now on the eastern part of the state we reach. Sack <laughs> or bag. Here's sports with Todd Vergat. How about those stingers and how about those stingers again? Hey! Two games in Minot yesterday against the Hot Tots. They weren't feeling so hot after that. 12-2 after game one stingers win. Second game 12 to 2 stingers win so they throw them a couple of beatdowns on their home field and then had some tater tot hot dish afterward for all I know just to rub it in that's right we're, <laughs> now we're going to beat you and then we're going to eat you uh, tonight the hot tots i know we talked about this is this relatively new this uh, hot tots name and minot uh, uh it's only it's minot's first year or it, second year in the league yeah okay yeah, so yeah it's new yeah how did they come up with that well, i don't know they have little kind Contests oh. to name the teams. You know, I suppose that's what they came up with. Mm-hmm. Well, we, uh, don't know we don't own Tater Tot Hot Dish. I know. They have that in North Dakota. Oh, Believe yeah. me, my mother and aunts learned how to make that in North Dakota. Oh. Yeah. Now tell me this. Are they, uh, what What? Do we, what do mom and auntie put for veggies? Beans, corn, both? Uh, no. uh, neither. No. Uh, let's see. In the tater tot. you got to have cream of something. I think something. there's peas. peas. Yeah, I can't name every ingredient. Yeah, I think there's some peas in there. Peas. Might be some sort of veggies. I try to ignore those. <laughs> well. I eat them. Yeah. But I'm not really counting or paying attention. At our house, my wife likes beans. And I like beans and corn. I think, yeah, there's beans in there. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I see here that Minot is also known as the Magic City. You, could they come up with the Magic Wands? Or, no, that probably That would wouldn't. be bad. Yeah. No. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no Magic Wands. Are there hot, hot tots it is. Yes. Are there tater tot hot dishes in Ohio? No, that's, I don't know why the hot dish is not more worldwide than it is. Because yeah. I had never heard of that before. Uh, I've never eaten one before doing this show. A 90 degree day is going to be when you're firing up the oven to make a tater tot hot dish. Hey, if that craving hits, you got to fire it up when you got to fire <laughs> I mean, it up. I wouldn't turn it down. Ever been out on the golf course and thought, gosh, I wish I could get a pizza delivered right out here to the 11th hole? 
Bowl. You know, I, 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 I wouldn't mind that. It might be coming our way. Domino's soon going to be able to deliver your pizza without an address, but rather a drop point on a map. I see. So you go, well, well this is right where I am. Yeah. I'm on the golf course. Bring me oh. a pizza. Huh. It'll be uh, used during the summertime only when people are typically out at beaches and parks and, I guess, golf courses sure. and things like that. Uh, and then you still can track your order and get text alerts. I like that app. Johnny, just put it in the oven. <laughs> right. Uh, now they're doing a quality check. Yeah. Five more minutes, and then you know. And it you, tells you, yeah. like, frame by frame like that? Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. So that's a new feature for the summer. Now, it's called the Anywhere Delivery app. I don't know if it's going to be available at ours right here. You know how it is uh, at participating uh, Domino's, but... I like it. That's You're great. welcome. The Todd's yeah, yeah. I'll take uh, 12. Uh, believe me, I've taken mental notes on this little deal here. He's writing it down. That's right. <laughs> I want to all meat pizzas delivered. Yes. Uh, but you'd have to pick the hole. Like, it's not immediate delivery. Right. So let's see. In about a half hour, I'm going to be on hole number six. Right. Yeah. you got to kind of know your golfers. game, don't I'm gonna you? I'm going to be in the woods. Yeah, somebody uh, else will just claim my pizza. That's not, <laughs> that's not one I'd pay for in advance. That would be cash. Ah, yeah. Because you show up with a pizza and some golfers. They're taking it, whether it's theirs or not. <laughs> Leave it to you to think of all of those details. <laughs> Jim and Laura, Q102. It's National Selfie Day. Selfie. And post. Looky here. It's showtime. Do we really need a day to encourage people to take selfies? To take more of them? I mean, does the world really have enough of them right now? <laughs> Ask yourself that. I know. I always see posts that, oh, the selfie originated in 20, uh, 2007. I'm like, uh-uh. I have photographic proof that a friend and I invented it in 1980. We've got selfies taken backstage at musicals we were in. Selfies on the bus when we took a band trip. Like, we yeah, invented You had to selfie. guess if your head was chopped off or yeah, not, or yeah. if you both were in the frame. So that's what made it so fun, is right? you never knew until the development stage. Exactly. It took a little more skill, because you couldn't mm -hmm. see what you looked like in that Instamatic camera that you're no. holding up. I have a classmate. We're friends on Facebook. I should uh, write to her and see what she remembers. Because her can she always left her camera on the bus. So then we'd grab her camera and take selfies. Oh, and then I'm she sure wouldn't find that until you develop the film, remember? And that would take mm -hmm. weeks. And it was like Christmas when you got that yeah. photo pack back. And if you got doubles, then you could give one to the friend who didn't even know they were in your picture. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, keep one for yourself, one for your scrapbook, hang one in your little locker. Oh, oh. Yeah. And those were the days. It could also be the greatest disappointment. You took one special True. photo and then it didn't turn out the sun was too bright or something. See, the, the struggles, kids, you just don't know. You have no idea. The struggles. <laughs> so this friend, this roommate, she's on the East Coast, so it's already 7 o'clock there. I should just shoot her a message. What do you remember about the selfies that Doug and I used to take on your phone? I mean, it has not stopped you from calling other people at very early hours for what? random questions that pertain to the show. And they go, huh? What? <laughs> What's going on? And they say the proper way to get the perfect selfie is to hold your phone higher 
Then your forehead height, yes. obviously. You don't want to get that under chin, yeah. multiple chin angle going. And and straight on just makes everything look wider. Yeah. But if you go a little bit higher, kind of slims everything down. Tilt your camera down also when taking a selfie. Yeah. And this top-down angle, about 45 degrees is the ideal. Don't go more, don't go less, yeah. is the most universally flattering angle for capturing oh, the perfect. I picked selfie. that up from TikTokers long ago. So that's totally. Mm-hmm. And then if you cock your head to the side just a little bit, and then stick your lips out like a duck. No, don't do that. Don't, don't do the duck. Don't do that. No. Is, is that no? Is that some five years ago? That ruins it. That ruins it. <laughs> Here they are again. Can't wake up without it. It always sounds good. Tim and Laura, the Q102 Morning Show. Now, if the heat drags you down, and especially in the afternoon, if you need a boost. There's a suggestion rather than another coffee or a, a highly caffeinated, you know, what all do they have? The joy. Oh, now there's a, there's like nitro brews yeah. and there's yeah. little energy shots, little drinks. An expert on sleep health says stick your head in a freezer. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> and that gives you the same level of wake up as, say, uh, a, yeah. a extra espresso shot. Uh-huh. According Coffee. to uh, this neuroscientist at the University of California, the brief shock of cold activates your arousal system, oh. and you get the same effect as uh, the the caffeine. But the trouble is, in the afternoon, if you have more caffeine, that can affect your sleep being able to fall asleep then becomes a vicious cycle. So coffee in the morning, fine. Stick your head in the freezer late morning or midday. It's it's quick. If, if you have a kitchen at your office, you'll have the added benefit of being labeled the weird one at work. Right, but you know what? You'll be alert and you'll be functioning and yeah. who cares what they label you? I mean, you've probably been called worse. Right? Let's be real. Exactly. You're welcome. That's why we're here for you. On the Q102 Morning Show. <laughs> I have to tell you, Miss Gardening Lady. Uh, yes, yes. Now, your m- big garden is set up back in and Ohio Alex where Alex yeah. is. And let me tell you, he has never done the whole farmer gardening uh-huh. plant thing. So I I said at the end of summer, he's either going to want a divorce or he's going to be so zenned out, loving the gardening life that I am not even going to know who I married. <laughs> We shall see. Okay. Well, I hope, because there's a lot of pressure there for Alex. And that's what he said. He's like, listen, uh-huh. you do this every year. You love this. I don't. So if I kill these plants, it, you can't hold that against me. I'm like, it's fine. Oh, this is, it wouldn't this is, be fine. No, it's not fine. But I didn't. I couldn't tell him that, right? And so he was very agreeable to put the garden in and to tend to it while I was, you know, away. And so I am going to be there for a lot of July. So I will be a little bit more hands-on with the garden. But he's doing a good job. He's sending me pictures. He's going out. He's checking leaves, checking the little, I call them the little babies, but the little flowers on each thing, reporting back what plant is ahead of what. I'm like, look at you. You're loving this, aren't you? He's like, well, I don't know about that. But I don't but want I to love you, this. and <laughs> that's so right. that's why I'm doing it for you. That's right. I couldn't believe I hadn't checked on. You know, my garden part is uh, pole beans. 
I got yeah. two sort of uh, towers, sort of teepees made out of poles for pole beans. Yesterday yeah, I realized fancy looking. they're reaching out. They're starting to grab and oh, spin yeah. around. How, how do they know to do that? They, they, it's yeah. kind of amazing, right? Yeah. Because they will latch on to whatever it is, and they yeah. are strong. Yeah. You think those little tendrils, those little things are so yeah. fragile? No. Tendrils? Is that what you're I don't know. Is, is that, that the what they're called? T- that's what I call them. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, it might not be the amazing. name, but that's what I've named them. Tomatoes are uh, starting to. I, I got to get the cage before they're too big to put the cage on them. It's all of this heat and humidity; they're growing. I have learned early on that even when they're just little babies, as soon as you put them in, it is much easier to get the cage going then. Yeah. I think they can feel the security, and then they just whew, yeah. shoot up. Whereas if you don't have the cage in, it is much harder to get a cage on an already yes. past the first rung type of tomato or any kind of plant. So do it early, and I think things just kind of naturally grow to to fit the cage then. Yeah. See, that was my mistake. I had a couple break because I tried to get them under inside the cage to train them to go up. I felt really badly, but they seem hardy. I did look up the word tendril just oh, to gosh. see if I just Shame made I... something up. Yeah. In botany, a tendril is a specialized stem leaf or I don't know what that word is, with a thread-like thing that climbs and supports oh, everything and, and latches on. Loud. Look at you. She's a walking dictionary, everybody. I mean, just ask me. <laughs> so much fun to listen to. Mornings on Q102. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.